These tools are for you to use. These tools are for you to use. Hey, I'm Dave Marr. Welcome to This Is Your Afterlife. This is my show, and I don't know how to describe it. It's heavy topics, but fun guests. They're artists, they're creative people. I'm a comedian. We put that together and we see what happens. If anyone has a clever marketing slogan for that, please help me out. I've been trying the last who knows how many months just to come up with different catchy little things, and it all sounds like shit So to me. So if you got something, let me know. Hello to my listeners in India. If you're using Geo7, or I think it's an operating system, Ghana, uh, you know, half of you are there. So so thank you for listening. That's amazing. Email me. This is Dave Marr at Gmail, and we'll talk. We'll I'll we'll see how it's going in India. Is is your government? I know there's fucked up stuff about your government. We can trade shitty fucked up government stories. Anyway, my guest this week on the Afterlife podcast is Al Church. Al Church is an incredible musician. You'll hear me talk to people on this podcast a couple of times. The most recent one was Bill Stern. And there are these people who I feel like are my comrades in arms as independent artists trying to forge creative careers where we are doing what we want to do, making money, putting our skills to use, but like keeping as much ownership as possible and... I just get inspired by being around people like that, seeing how they pursue things. Bill Stern is one of those. My buddy Gabe Leibowitz, who records music as Calvero, is another one. And Al Church is another one. I met Al when his band played with my little brother's band when I was in college. And they all came back and stayed at my dorm room. This was 2003, I think. So we've known each other for almost, I mean, definitely over 15, almost 20 years now. And Al's a musician in Minneapolis. He has recorded with a ton of people. He has his own projects. His own music is incredible. I'll put links to follow him and and to his projects in the show notes. You can follow me as well at This Is Dave Marr. Follow him at Al Church and Picks on Instagram. I also am going to put in the show notes a link to his Patreon which I think is just patreon.com slash alchurch. He's doing this Song Rainbows project, which you'll hear us mention a couple times. It's basically just musical Legos, as he describes it. Um, it's a little bit too in-depth for me to fully do justice to in an intro, but it's super cool, and you should check it out. Speaking of Patreon, that is the best way to support this show. If you go to patreon.com slash Mar, you will get the full episode of This Is Your Afterlife. And if you signed up at the $6 level, you get the animal spirit readings that I do for every guest. So you're getting animal spirit readings, you're getting full episodes, which, you know, there's like a handful of questions that I ask people. Those full episodes include all of them. The main feed, I'm just trimming it down kind of thematically and for time. So if you want to listen to those full episodes, go there. My Pigeon Level subscribers, Fred Fidoa, Katie Llewellyn, Susie Carroll, and Kurt Chang, I'm so, so grateful for you guys. Grateful for anyone who supports in any way. Basically, as a comedian right now, my things are this podcast and the newsletter that I do, Hella Immaculate. Link to that in the show notes as well. Those are the two things. 
I'm not out doing a bunch of Zoom shows. I'm feeling guilty about that, but I am expressing myself and engaging creatively with the world through these two formats. So I would love if you hopped on board, if you gave me feedback, you know, subscribe in your apps, rate the show, review it, tell friends about it, email me, like leave comments on things. I'm really grateful for it. I mean, I just need fucking human contact, man. That's, I, I think you probably do too. I would be surprised if you didn't. Probably outside the pandemic, this is probably still gonna be the same way once the pandemic is over, whenever that is. But right now, especially, there are ample ways for you to get what I do, listen to what I do, see what I do, read what I do, and for us to talk about all sorts of things together. And then the Patreon is also an opportunity to get little bonuses like there's playlists that I make, there are monthly sort of virtual live shows that I do. So that's all I want to say for now. Please enjoy this delightful conversation with my friend, the wonderful Minneapolis musician, Al Church. I grab your whip and take it back to Chi-Town. When I'm in Chi-Town, I The way I like to start the podcast usually is um, asking people to introduce themselves. Okay. And I do, I have a couple of scenarios that I like, but for you, I'm going to change it a little bit. I want you to give me two introductions. The first okay. one is someone asks you a potentially annoying question and they go, what kind of music do you play? And then the other one is, so you're at the pearly gates and St. Peter is like, Al church, Al church. Okay. I have a, a bunch of Al churches here. Can you be a little bit more specific? Like which Al church are you? Yeah. Okay, so the first right. one is someone asks you, oh, what kind of music do you play? So that is the most annoying question ever. <laughs> and why? Just it's it's one of those things I I I don't I've like purposely not had an elevator pitch for because <laughs> but what kind of music do you play? I I always gravitate towards like, well, I have a rock band, I have a instrumental like experimental band and then i have like a dance band which one do you want to talk about <laughs> no you know but like i don't know i guess i'm always just very like like just it doesn't annoy me like because i know that's what people i i guess i could just i i'm i try to be specific i guess being specific and just being like okay i have a rock band i have a dance like fun mm -hmm. band uh, I have, uh, you know, I have an experimental band, but I, 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 yeah, that's, I would say, I, I would say I write songs and I play in other people's bands. <laughs> Is it annoying because you don't want to categorize it? I, I don't mind categorizing it, but I'm a Gemini, you know? So no, I don't. What does that mean? <laughs> I have just, I have, you know, again with the song rainbow thing, it's like, I have these different personalities that, you know, I have my, you know, when you met me, you met me like what, 15, 20, no, 15 years ago, maybe. And I was playing in a punk rock band. 2003. Three. Yeah. Damn. Okay. So, so yeah, like I was playing in a punk rock band at that time, like, like a three piece, like, you know, like post hardcore band, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'm late. You know, Screamo? 
Screamo. screamo what? Maybe some scream. Yeah, for sure. Screamo post hardcore. Thursday. Thursday at the drive-in. Right, at the drive-in. Right, How right. high can you sing? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then you know it's like, you know, but it, it's like, cause like you know if you ask like, ask Ian Mackay from Fugazi like, what music do you play? I don't know. I, I'm not sure what he would, cause the the question is kind of like, give me the give me the elevator pitch, you know, like give me the which is totally fine. I'm not. It I'm feels not like against. boxing yourself in. It doesn't necessarily feel like boxing myself in. It just feels like I have too much to say. like it's like it's almost like it's like oh like I I I guess I could just be like I play pop I play pop music uh and then you know just to kind of like cuz cuz usually that question is like you stop and then it's like oh cool that's cool. Right, right, right. So not is like, it that like you want to be humble? And not talk about it forever, but actually what you want to do is talk about it forever. So you can't, and you know, you shouldn't just be like, oh, you asked me this. Great. Let's talk about what kind of music I make for half an hour. Sure. So you have to fit it into 30 seconds and you don't want to do that. Is it kind of like that? It's kind of like that. It's like, there's like, there's a, it's, but I'm not, and I'm not saying that because I'm trying to be like, I have so many projects and I'm doing all these things, but it's like, I mean, if someone asked me like, if someone was like, I would love to have a conversation with you right now about your creative work and your process and how you do what you do and what your thinking is, and you don't yeah. have to feel guilty at all. Like I'm ge- genuinely interested. Don't worry. I would be like, that is amazing. I would love yeah. to have that conversation, but it's sure. not really polite. You know, if someone's yeah. like, so no one who's asking is like saying that they're kind of like, hedging their they're just trying to like yeah get get a tiny little feel of who you are and sure. then move on you had to probably do that with when you were doing all those shows in scotland like well i had to have like a really you had to have a, like boom like flyer pitch which was you know yeah, it, ha- it yeah. helps that it's like my shows tend to be like about something kind of specific it's not just like a guy saying stuff about coffee and ice cream or whatever you know it's yeah like, right it's like this is a show about a coma this is a heavy sad right. comedy show you know what i mean right that kind of thing. yeah and it part of that part of that that's actually that's why i like patreon to, to kind of circle back to what we were talking about it's like i like patreon because like actually you said that before we were talking on the phone you were like it's kind of nice to not have a, a fully formed piece of writing or a fully formed thing you can just present something and like what mm-hmm. do you guys think you know mm-hmm. it's it's there's n- it's not like instagram where it's like you got to have the picture and you got to have the like way to present it it's got to go viral it's or it's like right. people got to like it um with patreon you do have to cool. present it a little bit specifically sure. like you have to have that tag where it's like our church is creating song rainbows. song rainbows yeah or for yeah. me it was like dave mar is creating I wrote like existential comedy, which I'm yeah. always like not yeah. sure how pretentiously to present something. I want to go sure, real yeah. pretentious, yeah, but then right. I'm like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Right. And so like I was saying before, it's like, I could put this thing up on Spotify, which is like, that's like handing out flyers to the, to that's right. like trying to elevator pitch it. Like, I know I'm not going to get a return on this. Right. But like, 
this is your idea. Like that idea is so massive. The, the, your show. And I think the song rainbow thing is on a, on an equally kind of massive scale, or at least where I kind of see it going, you know, yeah. it's like, I can't, um, I am working on like making a very, like, that's why I was, when I was explaining the song rainbow, I was like, this is basically musical Legos. Right. Right. So that was my elevator pitch. Basically summed yeah, up. Yeah, which is a pretty good elevator pitch. You know, I'm like, Hey, so do you like, cause that's, I've had, I've had to do it a lot where it's like, I have to like think about, okay, that's the best way and can, can kind of like, or it's like choose your own adventure, but song, like this is a song version of choose your own adventure. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, totally. So if I just give that to Spotify without, cause like, like I was saying, like I have, you know, 20 like people that are doing this thing, that's way more rewarding than if like 20,000 people listen to it on Spotify. You know what I mean? Like there's, yes, there's something 100%. really rewarding. Like, well, cause like, you know, they're actually listening to it too. Like if you get too into those numbers, you can see like, certainly yeah. at least the podcast side of Spotify, you can see like when people stop listening and like, oh, if you God. care too much about that shit, it gets depressing oh, when you're like, no. Oh my God, Don't like no one it, listens dude. to the outro. Everyone Don't skips the it. intro, you know, like that kind of thing. Well, I mean, um, look at, look at, I mean, you listen to Mark Maron. It's like, I don't ever, or I, I don't know if you listen to Mark Maron, but, I, I yeah. sometimes do and I'll just like skip to like, you know, I, I won't, I won't listen to the beginning. Like I just don't. I used to a lot and I still do depending on I've, I've stopped listening as regularly to him. I I've kind of stopped listening to yeah any podcast super regularly, except for there's a couple that my friends make and in quarantine, it feels like listening to podcasts by your friends mm-hmm. to, feels like having a conversation with them. So it's like, this essential sort of social yeah. service. Wouldn't it be amazing if bands did this thing where it's like, it's just like podcasts where it's like the album right before the album plays on Spotify. It's like, all right, before we get to the music, this <laughs> album is brought to you by Panera bread. This video, it's like, I can't, Im- I think that would be amazing. It'd be such a cool like way to like intro an album. Um, that would be really funny. Panera yeah, Bread Bros coming yeah, at you. Panera Bread Bros. We got <laughs> it's like we got alligator shooters at TGI Fridays only on Fridays. Dolphins. We got dolphin. We got squid. Deep fried squid. Check it out. Five ninety nine. Anyway, this song's about a breakup. Yeah, exactly. I'll check, check. you on the flip side. I'll check yeah. you. We'll pop yeah. back in with an added three songs. It's yeah. I mean that is kind of Spotify in a way. It could be kind of cool. Where you remember um, Queens, you know the Queens of the Stone Age album, uh, yeah, yeah, songs yeah. for the Death, right? Yeah, yeah. Where it's like they have like those like little radio interludes, right, right, right. Was, I thought that was really cool when I was like, it's like 2002. And I'm like in my like, you know, Toyota Camry. That and I'm like, it's a great driving album. Dude. I did Toyota Camry too, dude. I know that did little you? square, that little square Toyota Camry. Oh yeah, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's like when I put that record on, it's like it's the best drumming record of all time. In my oh, opinion. yeah, 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 totally. It's like do 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 do, and then when it comes in, it's like ah! yes, yes, yes. Oh, so good. But that's I think that could be cool, like to like treat an album like well, maybe that's what my next my next album's. Gonna you be basically like. invented skits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you're at the gates of heaven, and Saint Peter's like, which Al Church are you? humble the humble one (laughs) 
the 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 one that's not the Alabama church that every time I look every time you look up Al Church on Google, which I've had to do, mm-hmm. you it's like the I mean, I pop up the first thing cuz it's just Al Church, but if you if you go Al Church and then look at the the other uh search results, the like autofill, the autofills, it's like Alabama Church, Alabama Church, Alabama like it, there's a lot of churches. So the Pearly Gates, I'm going to be like, dude, I'm the person. I'm, I'm the person. Not the not, church. I'm not the church of Alabama. <laughs> what do you hope happens when you die? I think, um, I hope I turn into an energy. Uh, I hope the energy goes into something else um, where whatever energy, whatever creative energy I feel like is kind of in me, I would love for that to just go wherever my, wherever my like subconscious wants to go. Um, So so you still have like a conscious mind? I th- I think it would I would be um I think my yeah I guess yeah it it would be more of like in like wherever that energy gets distributed I would like that energy to go uh as like either like I don't know so somewhere either somewhere like a into another human or maybe into like a piece of music or maybe, or maybe it goes into like uh, the, the nurse or the doctor and then the doctor like has a baby and then the baby writes a really cool album. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still related to art. Yeah. So it's okay. This is interesting because I feel like when people talk about, art after they die a lot of times it's this like leaving a legacy thing where it's like you want to live on through the stuff you've made you want people to like re-listen to it yeah but if i'm not mistaken what it sounds like you're describing is the spirit of inspiration that you have not any specific work but just whatever the engine is that's inspiring you you hope that drops into someone else and inspires them or it yes yep to make similar things to you or just in general or just to 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 paint or to to find that spark for me it's the it's that spark is this like subconscious kind of energy that i don't know what it is but i think however it i i do feel like energy energy transfers so it's like that transfer of energy i hope goes to a good place so the whatever that spark and maybe it's related to the spark maybe that's my brain i i've kind of i'm still trying to figure out like like i mean yesterday no two days ago i woke up with a song in my head from my dreams like i was it was i woke up and i had a song in my head a melody and it was in my good? Head. well here's the thing <laughs> 
this is where see this is where you know if it catches your ear in your dream it's not that it's good or not like i don't i don't think being good i don't think an idea that comes to you like it i i will say that if something catches my ear if it's a good word if it's a good lyric and then i put a good melody to it in my head or or if it like comes out that way or if i write down some poetry and then i like the immediate like oh that's a melody or whatever then that catches my ear but it's i don't know if it was good or not i think it was it was catchy in my head it or like it it caught on a loop it caught on a loop mm-hmm. but it, it but it's that did i use it for anything not nah, no and and i should and i you know what i i really shoot myself i really really am pissed at myself for uh <laughs> shoot myself i really shoot myself <laughs> <laughs> I really blow yeah. my own brains out. Yeah, geez, I just did that. There it is. That's it. That's that was the song, man. That was the song that I should no. So it was like I I'm pissed at myself for not um not like uh recording it because it because as soon as I got my coffee going and I got my day going and I checked an email, it's just all out. The song's completely out of your head. Right, it, right, right. It sucks. And I'm usually I'm the opposite. I'm I'm usually the person that like if there's a a party happening and I have a song idea, I'm going into the other room and I'm whispering it into my voicemails, voice memos, like that kind of like, cause I feel that inspiration is that important where it's like, if you're, let's say you're at a dinner party and you get an idea for a song, like I'm either writing it down to my phone or I'm like voice memos. I mean, like, honestly, it's like, but it might be to a weird, a weird degree of like of that. I do that. Cause I have like 400 voice memos in my phone, probably maybe even more. Cause how often like, do you re-listen to them? Quite a bit. If I'm oh, okay. Cause it's like, cause yeah. Cause I'm, I'll sit down and that's usually what I start with. Okay. That's usually for comedy. What, it's like, yeah. you'll write notes or like listen, record sets. And there's definitely a, a almost a cliche of like standups recording sets and like never listening to them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a little bit different because it's like at least you've written the thing and done the set. Whereas like for a song, yeah, it's not like you went and did a performance of the song. No, you only ha- you haven't even made the song happen. I haven't even made. No, it's like it's it's like it's like if you were to if you had a really funny joke and you were just like, oh, this is going to be in my stand up routine. You just right, and you never did it. You, right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But you right. So you're talking about inspiration, kind of traveling forward have you identified inspiration, creative energy from the past where you're like, man, I wonder if I have the same energy as that person. Yeah. Or Bach or some shit where you're like, like, are there any artists like that where you're like, damn, it kind of feels like that spirit is in me too. Or is that? Yeah. Yeah. Out there. It's not out there. Um, I think the, I've definitely, I've definitely like felt that certain, you know, like whether it's like, you know, cause I, so I share a birthday with Prince. Really? <laughs> so, yeah. June 7th. That's crazy. So, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so June 7th, it's the, um, and I, I see the thing is, is like, I'm going to sound like this, like, 
like horoscope like no what you know, no, like i i'm i i re- i think horoscopes are interesting only because i'm such a feral person like i i'm like like i didn't really have parents growing up like i mean i did i did my dad but and i my i i, I did i mean my, my mom but like so my mom kind of i was the youngest of four so like my mom was like kind of like at the you know i'm not saying she was the she is the best i love my mom so much it's like she's the greatest mom of all time and so but she was she wasn't very she wasn't like this is the path i want you to go and here's here's the college you're going to go to here's the you know you you should be this and you should be you know there wasn't that there wasn't much of like direction that my mom was giving me mm-hmm. as much as like just giving me the emotional support that she oh i mean she, my mom she gave me so much emotional support um so that's where i think the horoscope comes into play is like it's i'm not reading into it like it's like my path i'm saying that that the horoscope is kind of like i think it's it's actually like horoscopes are are meant for people that didn't follow somebody else's vision of what they should be well i think of them as just like an interesting thing to butt your ideas up against and kind of see what shakes out and be like oh does this reveal anything to me about my own thinking so does your horoscope does your horoscope explain like do you look at your horoscope and go that is totally me 100 percent um see even that question though is like not exactly how i think about like the astrology stuff like i didn't you know i feel like it's been kind of a a trend to for people our age like in their like late mm, 20s to, mm, to probably 40s mm, get real into fucking astrology recently oh, for sure for sure for but sure. so in terms of like oh this describes me yes a little bit but it's more like like i did a recent recently looked at like the full chart and there were things in there where i was like oh this does feel like it points to a truth about me that I would like to explore more rather than, Oh my God, this is exactly right. Or like, Oh, this is not right at all. But you See, were talking me, about this in relationship you, to sharing a birthday Prince, with Prince. Prince. It's so my birthday is June 7th and the, the, the astrology, if you look it up on online, it's day of the entertainer. Oh shit. So, so it's day of the entertainer. And it, it is just, point by point by point by point by point um and it's like it's just so i mean even the negative stuff like i'm the worst at like sometimes i'm the worst at like um staying in touch or like um or like sometimes i don't i'm not the best uh like i'm not the most uh available person sometimes or like maybe i'm like i don't know you know what i mean like it's like it's like there, but there's there's all these po- like there's positives and negatives and all of it is like completely like I'm like that is kind of me, <laughs> you know and and I know friends that friends that um, and I I kind of attribute it to me not being as as parented uh, and like kind of following just like my following this weird creative vision of like being a musician I guess is like and like that's a weird path to take. I mean, not like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not like, it's not one of the normal ones. 
it's not a, yeah it's not like become a fire like my dad was a firefighter and like you know you know be, go in the military and uh you know and yeah do do that thing or so it's just kind of it's just weird and i kind of i th- i think some of my friends that are, have had similar experiences are kind of like yeah like kind of think of a horoscope and they're kind of like yeah i kind of it's similar to me like I, there's things about this that that are totally me and then there's people that are like no this doesn't even like horoscopes are bullshit um what like this doesn't you know this doesn't explain or this doesn't has nothing to do with me this is like mm-hmm. not even and those people i can tell like some of my friends that i'm like well you've your your parents are still together which is fine your parents are still together you had you know you're you know you had a full ride scholarship like you're you followed this path that maybe wasn't destined for you but you just did it because it was like what your parents wanted you to do mm. you know and i'm not and i and i'm not saying so like i don't know the horoscope <laughs> the stars want you to do something different <laughs> stars like so i'm like so your I'm stars need to be your mommy and daddy yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like screw your mom and dad, Justin. <laughs> screw your mom and dad. It's just like you know, you should just follow the fucking stars, man. <laughs> so, it's not what you were supposed to be, bro. So, oh, yeah, that's some shit in my. That's that's me, isn't it? Is that a fire a fire alarm going on? No, it- I think it's um, <laughs> it's I the stars, it. dude. The stars yeah. are beaming yeah. down. They're fucking they're like, telling Dave. us. They're yeah, like, Dave. he's right. Listen, listen, <laughs> yeah. listen. The stars. No, I think it's a garbage truck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which is its own kind of guidance, dude. It's like, Which is, dude, if what that's are you what taking you out? What are you, what are you removing your from your life? If that's your path, fuck yes. Dude, you know what I'm saying? If the fucking garbage truck is like, Hey, you know what I love to do is fucking drive a garbage truck around and think about, you know, fishing or like think about going on, you know, my vacation coming up. Fuck yeah, dude. That's rad. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, that's a whole different, it's like, it's just. (laughs) I'm not going to let you take the garbage truck seriously as a metaphor. So (laughs) sorry, bro. But, uh, But it sounds like in terms of the Prince thing that you're saying that you feel creative mm-hmm. affinity with people oh for sure but not I feel like connected. you see these their spirits and you're like oh shit that's been reincarnated in me or something no like no i don't i don't i i think like no I, I i the prince thing was like i you know just because of of just also i live i lived in his city for a long time too at the same time as as him yeah and it was like everything like just there yeah there was a lot of things i really felt really connected to i felt very connected to to prince really connected just i don't know just because it's like he was so you know he's a drummer he's a bass he's the best drummer he's the best bass player he's the best guitar player he's the best singer and, and that's what i try i mean i'm not saying i'm the best at all those things but i've really tried to to like almost like that was kind of like kind of a, a bar, you know what I mean? Like he Prince kind of set the bar for like, 
what artists are in 2020, 2040, 2060, because it's like, have your own studio. Look at what's happening now. Have mm-hmm. your own studio. You know, l- like, I feel bad for people that don't have multiple interests or that only sing or they only do one instrument because it's right now it's like you know i don't know what i would do if i didn't have but then also i'm 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 learning so much about those things too i hope people i hope like artists right now are are doing that i hope they're like maybe going well i don't know how to play bass that well maybe i'm gonna take some lessons maybe i'll learn how to play it better like maybe i'll learn how to play drums better maybe i'll like take up a different thing so prince prince set that bar high early on and so did you know paul mccartney or i mean so many people but it's just like the like people that just played multiple instruments paul mccartney also i think he's also a gemini so (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna connect it i'm just gonna make the connection however but yeah, I get you. Yeah, but I'm super unreliable though. Super unreliable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you you get your your car breaks down, dude, on the road. Don't call me. Do dude. not call me. Do I am not, not there. Dude, I'm you want sorry. me to play Glockenspiel on your record? I'm there. <laughs> I'm there. What's your coma? In the sense of like my coma was this moment of transformation, right? I was one guy before. And not immediately, but I was a different guy after. I think there are much smaller moments. They don't have to be giant and dramatic like that. But what's a moment like that for you, where before you were one person and after you were different or something had been stripped away or something Mm -hmm. like that? Yeah. Probably like an interesting moment, not... I guess an interesting moment musically was when I was like, I was like 10 years old and my neighbor told me, don't quit your day job. Don't quit your day job. And I'm like, what was the context? I was playing a song. I was playing a song on my guitar. I was 10 years old. And your neighbor was where? In the house. So I was, I was over at my neighbor's. We would always jam like we'd, or like my neighbors had guitars and stuff too. Uh-huh. And like, so the neighbor, like we would, we would like, I'd write songs with my neighbors, but like right when I was getting into music, like it was like, and that was a, a moment in me that I was like, I was like, you know what? Fuck you. Wait, how was this an adult and you're a 10 year old kid? Yeah. Yep. What? She was, <laughs> what? Yeah. How old oh, was yeah. she? She was probably in her twenties, and you guys were playing together. You were friends. Well, she was no, she was she was like upstairs, um, and like she was kind of around. She was my yeah. I don't want to be super specific. No, it's okay. If she like ever listens to this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, she, she, but she was a she was a neighbor's like mom. She or was a neighbor. Uh, not a, no, but uh, sister. Okay, yeah, sister. okay. And she went out of her way to come into the room where you were and said, don't quit your day job. She said, don't quit your day job. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was, she was like, she was around, you know, she was like living there. Right. You know, so in the house. And she's like, we were downstairs in the living room. I was playing a song. I was singing and playing my stupid song. Yeah. I think it was about like root. I was writing a song about root beer. I was like, okay, I love root beer. 
<laughs> Wish you were here. <laughs> I mean, that's seriously the song. It's the first, like, one of the first songs I remember, like, and yeah. And then, like, afterwards, yeah, it was like, I think it wasn't immediately, but she was like, afterwards, like, saying this, like, and I, and I really took that as like, I really, it really struck with me. Well, like, obviously, you didn't have, have a day job. Oh, yeah, I know. But you but knew so, what it I'm, meant. Because I knew what it meant. Could kind of maybe not. Yeah, that that's true. Right? Yeah. No, I, I knew exactly what it meant. Like, um, yeah. Cause I had a, I, I would like, I always had like weird jobs when I was a kid. I got, I had like a paper route, not at 10, obviously, but I was mm-hmm. like, I, I was like, that was also the, that was the transformation though for me. I mean, that's one of them, you know, and I think that's the, I think one of the more important ones for me was like this feeling that someone's going to like tell me how my, like, like, like basically like use their like kind of a, like use their age and like, especially being older and like not nurturing a cre. I felt like I, I didn't know exactly what it was, but at the time I didn't know like really what she was doing, but it's like, one of those like insecurities of like when someone's doing like, it's like when you're, when someone like, if you're an alcoholic and someone's drinking a cocktail responsibly, that, that alcoholic is just like, Oh my God, those people are drinking that like, I can't believe that they're drinking alcohol. Like, you know, you, you get like, you have the sense of like, Holy shit. Like that person's doing something wrong. So are you the alcoholic or the responsible drinker in that? Metaphor? I'm the responsible one writing a song and she wants to write songs or, may, or maybe, or maybe she does, or maybe she looks at that creative a- aspect and goes, well, how could like, I mean, who, who would say that to a child? Like, don't quit your day job. Like, you know, yeah, it's pretty I, I remember brutal. like, it's pretty brutal. Like I, I'm not saying I was good. I'm not saying I was good. I was fucking awful i mean the fact that she was a sister makes a little bit more sense like a parent doing that is even more savage yeah. a sister it's like no she was older not. sibling it's like they're just being shitty and shady it wasn't my sister it wasn't my yeah. sister right 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 yeah. right right but, but it's um, like to me it reminds me of yeah. and this is a much less formative moment because i didn't devote my whole life to it but i was yeah. like at some youth group car wash or something when I was a teenager and I was singing along to some song that was playing and some kid who wasn't even in the youth group. He was like a friend of one of the kids was like, who sings that? And I was like really excited to talk about this song. I was like, Oh my God, it's it's this and this and this. And he was like, keep it that way. And I was like, Oh no, (laughs) that's the same thing. Yes, 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 yes. Same exact thing. But for you, instead of just, that developing a massive self-esteem complex out of which you right. write comedy in 20 years right. for you, <laughs> for you, it was like, it, it was just like a solidifying, like this defiance, like I oh, yeah. will quit my day job. I will not yeah. have a day job. I dude, I shit you not. I think about her all the time, still to this day, like in my, it's like implanted in my brain. Like I am, that's who I'm, I mean, not that like, not, not in a bad way, not in an evil way or anything. I'm not like, I'm not like picturing her and putting a, like an X on her, but I just think about how that made me feel and how my natural, like 
my natural reaction was to just just to be like how dare you you know like just like well okay screw you then i am gonna quit my day job you know that's the thing you know although you know i scooped ice cream and then i i I did a lot of day jobs after that so i don't know how i don't know it it sounds more defiant now that i'm talking about it as you know in my in my 30s oh right but (laughs) you know and it's it's funny too because one of the things about this question is that implicit in the question is this thing that I really disagree with, which is that like our lives have these very clear narratives, right? And that you can have one moment that just switches everything. But the coma wasn't really like that for me. I didn't immediately get sober after going into the coma, yeah. you know, stuff like that. And dude, you know, and like I've, I've known you before the coma, like I've, right. I've known you for a long time. So like I knew you before, I know you after. And so it's like, you're, you're still Dave. Right, 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 right. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and yeah. for you, this moment is like it's not like she says that, and all of a sudden you're like, "I'm going to become right. a Jonas brother and fucking yeah, whatever." Exactly. But yeah, the way it does transform you, if I'm not mistaken, is it serves as this totem, this reminder that like I I this touchstone of yeah remembering that voice and living your life in opposition to not even her vo- her in that moment but what that yeah. specific message represents oh for sure and another quick thing when i was in the like to to yeah to to piggyback on that point because i teach now I, I a lot of a lot of what i do you know is teaching creativity or teaching music you know how, in whatever context either guitar or piano or whatever but it's, I met when I was also a little bit older, I was like 13, 14, maybe. Um, I went and I met my aunt took me to, to the blues fest in Duluth and I met this blues musician. His name's big Walter Smith. He, he passed away like uh, 10, maybe eight years ago. Um, and I met him and he, you know, he's a, he was a, just i mean a giant in my in my eyes like i was this kind of small kid and just looking up to this amazing blues guy he's from minneapolis and he's big walter smith and he goes i met him he's like what do you play and i'm like i play guitar and he goes don't ever quit and i remember his hands and just his like he was uh he was and he was just so full of life he was just like don't don't quit and for me i was like and so piggyback you know it's like i also think about him a lot because it's like he and he you know to me he was he was like Jimi hendrix or muddy waters you Mm -hmm. know because it was like that to me at that moment in, in that like he was playing a you know a blues festival like but you know he's from Minneapolis, so he, you know he'd play clubs around here all the time, and it's not like he, you know, he wasn't. But he, to me, he was a giant, you know, and he he really was a an amazing performer and like amazing, uh, just so. So throw it all back around. That positivity also helped. It's not. It's it's almost not like that. De- the defiance only can work so so much until you you know, you're in high school, like, cause I think it was like ninth grade or eighth grade or something. 
And something again clicked where it kind of made me go, okay, well now I really have to do this. It's like, not this, just like, it's not just this idea of doing it. It's like, don't quit. Like, like, uh, you know, cause you can use that energy for a lot of different things. Like you, you used, I'm sure some of that, some of that same childhood kind of thing to do comedy. I'm sure you think about that, maybe how that affects, you know, I mean, not that specifically, but definitely sure, sure. things yeah. like that. And it, and it's like, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's like, there's this, uh, there's this guy that I, in my classes, like working on creativity and helping people who feel like blocked creatively. I talk about this guy, Seth Godin, who's this like marketing sort of guy, but he's like more of a creative guy. He just has a lot of kind of marketing metaphors that work for broader creativity. And he talks about mm. the fuel that you use to create. And so it's mm-hmm. like certain types of fuel, you know, maybe your fuel is fame. Maybe your fuel yeah. is money. Maybe your fuel is defiance. Maybe it right, is, right. maybe it is, uh, what big Walter Smith. Is that what his name was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, honoring that, you know, but like certain Hell types yeah, of fuels dude. burn cleaner, certain types of fuels are you know maybe resentment will carry a certain person throughout a whole career wow for me yeah. it's carried me a long time but it, it it's starting to burn out you know what i mean it's it's not a long-term fuel but what you're describing that like don't ever quit moment that's a long-term fuel. yes yeah it is and i and i've taken that for sure and every time i meet a kid at a show if like I will go out of my way to be like, I say the same exact, same exact thing to kids. Like don't ever quit. And I, I, I'm it's without it. Like that's almost the first thing I, it's almost like, I'm like, wait, Oh, you play music. Don't quit. Like, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, I'll probably turn so many people off from music. Cause they'll be like, Oh God, this weird curly haired guy. Like, <laughs> but maybe he did it the same way but i yeah i like him yeah. like choosing yeah. you but you're just yes. kind of indiscriminately like telling yeah. an army of kids not to quit yeah, i'm just like don't quit don't quit don't quit don't quit yeah it's like all you like form a band go on go on the road like yeah the new polyphonic yeah the new po- yeah form the new polyphonic spree move to canada go uh, yeah just like i know it's just amazing yeah it's so yeah it's i think those words though i don't know it's just weird how it sticks with you like it's weird that that was like the first thing i've thought of thought of that's al church thank you so much for listening to this is your afterlife follow al and me at the links in the show notes go to his patreon go to my patreon patreon.com slash dave mar to hear the full episode there's plenty that i didn't include in this main feed and i will talk to you next week Good.